Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Popcorn and Coffee, a movie podcast slash table talk. Hey, how are we doing? We're back for uh, chapter three of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, I'm Jesse. You're Jehazel. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? (laughs) I don't know why, like, when we're just recording for the pod, I don't forget that. I don't forget. But for some reason, when we switch over and start doing this, uh, I forget to introduce you. It's just know. less formal. It's, I guess. I don't know. But we're here now. Yeah, we are. It's another another Wednesday. Yes. And let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Uh, before we talk specifics, what did you think of this episode compared to the other two episodes? Tonally, uh, story-wise, where it's moving to? Are you happy with it? Are you frustrated with it? This one's been my favorite episode out of all of them i like the way the story's going i was a little nervous uh about 10 15 minutes into the episode it like they opened up present day and then they jumped back to him and his uh sleep deprivation tank mm-hmm. and went flashbacks again to his time with the sam people you know but they didn't spend the whole episode there so i was happy with that i yeah. just got a little nervous uh, once they did that, but uh, yeah, once they got, once I found out they were going past that point, I was happy. I think this was the best episode. Uh, they've done uh, a lot of cool things came out of it. We got to see the the Wookie fight. Yeah, make yeah. It, make it way back. I would agree. I think there was much better action in this episode than there's been in the last two. The fight scenes were better, a little bit more intense than they've been in the last the last couple episodes yeah and you can see the story now start to ramp up and i don't know and maybe i should i should have read into it beforehand but i don't know how many episodes it is total so you know i don't know where we are like is there six and this is the middle or is there nine and we're still kind of building there's seven. Oh, there's seven okay there's seven total so we're pretty so. much to to the peak of where the story is going to be going in that regard you know what i mean yeah before they have to start coming back down uh yeah i thought this was my favorite episode so far they've all gotten better which is a good thing yes yeah um we haven't had a dud yet in the middle yeah this one was directed by uh robert rodriguez as well which i think is so funny it didn't feel like robert rodriguez not as much as the first episode did no not at all which i Uh, really liked and then you see Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo cameo. And it's like, this is Robert Rodriguez. They go everywhere yeah. together. Yeah. Um, it, that's <clears throat> Sorry. When the credits started rolling and I saw Robert Rodriguez and I was like, oh, that makes sense why Danny Trejo was in here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you saw Danny Trejo and you had uh, Steven Root in there, who's yeah. a great character actor. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that, let's just get into it let's just using danny trejo and these guys as kind of the segue into this episode uh we saw rancor yeah i know that was that was super exciting and to see it just like sedated just lay in there and i, I thought i thought because they threw the wookie into the the rancor pit yeah i thought they were going to wake that up and put it in there and have it oh. Wookiee. Uh, I originally which, thought, and I don't know why, I originally thought the Wookiee <clears throat> falls down in there. I'm like, they're just going to keep a Wookiee down there. And they're just going to yeah. feed it. I'm like, oh, it's <laughs> terrible. You're going to keep a Wookiee like that. 
But I was like, oh, he's a terrifying Wookiee. Yeah. Just visually to look at. He's a scary looking Wookiee. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm so happy they got I, they got a, a Rancor back down in there. Yeah. What is it with Rancors and Rancor trainers or owners like that they literally feel so personally attached to their rancors like all i remember is back in what what episode was it episode six in the movies oh yeah yeah, yeah. uh jedi yeah yeah uh when that rancor dies that guy's just bawling his eyes yeah. out he's like man he really that's one takeaway from that movie i've that's always <laughs> stuck with me I was like he loves that thing and then in this episode i'm like man why does danny trejo love this thing so much like it's a big dog to him well he raised it from a baby he said that's he like so rescued funny. it <laughs> it was his rescue pet he said they're and very then, emotional animals and i'm just like it's, yeah. it's hideous it's so disgusting i want to see uh because boba fett said he wants to learn to ride it i want to see at some point they need to have him riding this thing just across the desert just that would definitely be terrifying yeah uh um just jumping from sand dunes what do you think of this the story overall and the the twists and turns that this episode took um specifically regarding so you had steven root's character come in I can't remember the character's name, but he came in and uh, well, said they, these punk kids stole from me. So he went and talked to the punk kids and then just recruited them to his team. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I, I like that where they're going, how he's kind of, cause he doesn't really have an army or like yeah. people to protect him. He's got the one girl, uh, Finnick that has yeah. helped him. Ming Wen's character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he had the two Gamorrean guards and that was about it. So I like the fact that he's like going out now and kind of like recruiting. Hey, you want to come yeah. come work for me? You know, uh, be my muscle. I kind of thought the sand people were going to be that, but obviously, his whole. I still think they that got they destroyed them. Yeah, they were at least them. at least that group of them did. Who killed them? Was it the the, uh, the fish people thing? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Them with the biker gang. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I think that... I think there's going to be... There will be... I mean, obviously, there's other <coughs> tribes of sand people. Oh, yeah. And I think I think they'll probably come in at some point, and he'll talk to them, and they'll help him fight in the end, whoever he's going to be fighting, which I'm assuming is going to be the mayor. Uh, Seems like it. But which I think is a good setup. If that's the case, I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah. Because they set him up to be just obviously he's not an intimidating character because he's real weird, like this weird got... worm fish thing. Yeah. But the character of the mayor is set up to be an intimidating character in, in the series, which I think is good. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad they're kind of getting rid of the huts out of it. And they're just kind of like, they were just kind of there as a nod and they're just leaving. You think so? They, they are nasty. <laughs> you think they'll be back? I, maybe for season two, they might come back around. But as far as I'm aware, the way they were talking, they were leaving the planet completely. Yeah. So. Uh, Hopefully they do. Yeah. I'm hoping that Wookiee sticks around. Yeah. I mean, he set him free. I know which he could have kept him and used him as a slave and just like, as just muscle. I just hope he comes back just knocking on the door and he's like, 
I need somebody to work for. Yeah. I, love you. I respect you now. I almost broke your back, but I respect you yeah. now. Yeah. He beat the crap out of him. What did you, you think of that fight scene? Uh, I thought it was, it was the initial, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, no. Go. Okay. No, I, I loved it. I was like the whole time, just like, dang, what in the world? And then he, uh, he brought out the, the like electric knuckles. I was like, oh, that's so gosh. cool that they have more technology. And he's not like, because episode three really made Wookiees to be a little bit more primitive to me. Yeah. You, you know, but I want to see him with technology and them appear more intelligent than just brute force, you know, which yeah. I really liked. I, re- I really liked that. It was terrifying. Yeah. Like, yeah. legit. Him just breaking him out of that yeah. tank and then beating the crap out of him. Well, they were stabbing him too. Like he stabbed oh, him with that staff and knives, and he was just still going at it. Uh, they didn't. They never stopped him. I mean, no. He happened to be standing in the right place at the right time. Other than that, yeah. Uh, I like the biker that they brought in. The kids. Uh, I think it's. I think it's cool that like they are. Uh, they're using the putting like droid arms and stuff on their bodies like it's so weird and it's a it's a really interesting concept yeah you know that they're the they're just these these punk kids and they all dress like they're uh what do you call that greasers (laughs) no like what do you call that concept where you take like vintage stuff and you make it metal or you make it i can't remember there's a term for it kind of like a treasure planet remember the movie treasure planet yeah vaguely i I know what the movie is i just don't remember it's that concept it's that kind of concept so you're taking like pirate stuff but i'm gonna give him metal arms you know what i mean i don't know what that's called okay okay but they're very much that so they're looking very vintage they're all different vintage but it's interesting hopefully they delve into their characters a little bit more and not just make them like there expendable like they're just expendable yeah because outside of the main chick and then the the black guy with the one eye yeah towards the end outside of the two of them that's that's all you know about them i don't even think they say their names so it's just like who are they and but they're really they're cool characters their speeders are a little weird but yeah they're like almost like they they made them look almost like 1950s motorcycles like the colors yeah (laughs) Yeah, I didn't like the I didn't like the design. I liked it, and that that uh, chase scene was good. Yeah, outside of the fact that he destroyed so much stuff, so much lively, so much livelihood was lost by that one guy in that sand speeder, just running into everything. Yeah, which is like, why is he even running? All he had to do was just be like, "Hey, mayor's not here. You can come and look." Like what? <laughs> Well, then they'd ask where he went, and I guess he didn't want to tell him where he went. I think they try to make his character shady, and he really isn't. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the the guy with the yeah, he throws me off with his voice. I every time I see him, I expect him to like have this deep voice or like, and he's just really high pitched and kind yeah. of whiny. Uh, I don't know. That was the other thing that I don't know. And it it kind of, speaking of like shady characters, sketchy characters, I guess, I couldn't tell like Danny Trejo's motivations. He kind of seemed like he was setting him up. Yeah. 
But then at the same time, I don't know if he was just just a weird dude who's just that way. But it's almost like he's like, here, stand right here and do these things. I was like, is he trying to get him eaten or is he trying to really help him? I can't tell. So even when he left and he's like, don't worry, he'll be back. And I was like, was that a don't worry, he'll be back in a good way or or in a don't worry, we'll get him kind of thing. Yeah. And I yeah. And I I couldn't tell either. I took it as, uh, oh, he's going to try to feed him to him. Did you? OK. Yeah. That's how I took it. Uh, but again, like you said, you can't be 100 percent sure you didn't know. The only thing the only thing that Trejo said that would lead me to believe that he is going to try to get the Rancor to eat him or to attack him in some way is he said whoever he imprints on first, like sees first, that's his like master or friend. And Danny Trejo has had him since a yeah little. So was he imprinting on Boba Fett or was he just opening his eyes and then? I don't know. I'm excited to see what I can't yeah. see Danny Trejo being a character in the show for like the rest of the, the show. Yeah. Either. So I almost see it as he's trying to get him eaten and Boba catches on and then kills him. And then Danny Trejo doesn't have to come back, but yet he has his rancor kind of stuff. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen, but it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. I really, really, really like the alien character design and all the practical elements that's not CGI. Even some of that Rancor stuff was practical. Mm -hmm. You know, when it's up close on an eye and you could tell, like, at least to me, maybe I'm just dumb, but it looked like they created a creature and the eye moved on it. You know what I mean? For those close up scenes. Yeah. Or the, or the Pike alien in the, in I love it so much when it feels like it's in the room with him. Every scene with Jabba or the Huts mm-hmm. takes me out because you can tell that's all CGI. Yeah. Not in a bad way. It doesn't take me out to the point that I'm like, I don't care about the show anymore. But all the other scenes where you can tell they're using as much practical effect as they can mm-hmm. really allows you to overlook the minor stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even to the point where his mouth's talking and you can tell like the words don't match the lip movement which it always did in the originals too, because those were just guys in masks and they did the best they could, but mm-hmm. it works so well. And it works so much better than if you give me this CGI creature that doesn't, that's just like 2d and it's right there. And I'm loving that. Yeah. Ooh. What else about this episode? You have any negatives negatives for it not this one not i mean not that i can remember i i did i really did enjoy this one just overall better than the others uh i mean i'm sure there was probably some negative stuff in it but i was too too enthralled by the wookie the fight scenes <laughs> once they got to the fight scenes and stuff i was just like all right this is good, this is good. the only the only thing and again this kind of goes back to Maybe your approach to the character, especially Boba Fett, over my approach. I haven't read any extra stuff. I'd never gave him any more thought after the movies were over. He was always a background character that gets killed to me. That's it. Mm -hmm. I understand that in world he has a reputation, but that's as far as it goes. The show has not set him up to me to be an intimidating character at all. Like at all. Yeah. 
I don't know why people fear him. I don't know why anybody cares about who he is or that he's taking over as the crime boss who, of Jabba the Hutt. He hasn't done anything criminal, really. People attack him and he acts out in self-defense at best. Mm-hmm. He hasn't yeah. done anything sketchy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like even the scene when he went and talked to the bikers on behalf of the guy who stole his water. And then he realized that that guy was ripping them off the whole time, but he's talking to the girl and she's talking back to him. And he makes comments. Like I wrote a couple down. He says, you've got guts. And he was referencing the way she was talking to him. Like she Mm -hmm. should be scared of him. And I'm like, you have done absolutely nothing to make her scared of you. And if it's based on your legacy of who the Boba Fett is, we haven't seen any of that in the show either. So like you haven't done anything. Yeah. Deserve the fear that you think you walk around with. That's my biggest, that's my biggest qualm. Cause even when he gets into fights, like with the Wookiee or like with those guards in episode one, where they surrounded him with the shields, somebody always comes and bails him out. You had the, his, his, what are those guards called? The Gamorreans. Yeah. The Gamorrean guards come and bail him out in that one. And in this one, all his other gang of his posse shows up to help him get out of it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't do, and I get it. He's old or he's, I just don't, I don't see the fact that he's a crime Lord in any way. Yeah. Yeah. He, he still carries that. I mean, as a ex bounty hunter, he still carries that stigma, uh, that prestige around, uh, that ego. He's got that around, about him and stuff and and the kid like those kids even knew they told him they're like oh we know who you are yeah so he has that so i'm sure his reputation has preceded him around the galaxy and especially on tatooine i guess uh and that's what they're banking on yeah but he's not he hasn't in the show he's not shown any of that that we all know the fans know him as any aggression at all you know i don't see any of that he doesn't even threaten people. He doesn't even threaten to hurt people. No. He's just like, why don't you come work for me? He doesn't even make the comment of, I'll pay you more money than they're paying you. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, why don't you come work for me? Yeah. And they're like, okay. Well, they, that's, they it. Work. that's as far as it goes. Like, they didn't have jobs. So, well, yeah, I guess there was no work, is what they're, the comments yeah. they're thinking of. In, in, but, anyway it's just like okay well he's just not i guess in my mind i set him up to be like an awful person you know Mm -hmm. like careless about anyone else in any way so you know i guess i just want him to be more Heath ledger's joker so when that gang is there (laughs) and he's like look I want you guys to be a part of my gang, but we're going to have tryouts. And then he throws a pull well, pull cue in the middle. Yeah. You know? Like that's what, when I picture Boba Fett, that's what I picture. Just this ruthless guy. And I don't see any of that ever anywhere. Yeah. Maybe no, that's, I agree. Just, that's on me. No, I haven't seen any either. And I doubt we're going to see that. I think he's just become an old man and changed. But why should anyone be scared of him then? I just don't understand. <laughs> Because of his name, I guess. Regardless, I, this episode was a lot of fun to watch. And I love the world building. I really do. That's the biggest takeaway for me is the world than <clears throat> more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? Any other any other comments on this one? Nope. That's all I got on this one, man. Uh, we got what? Sep- 
<clears throat> Sorry, guys. Jeez. We got like seven. No. Four. Four more. Four episodes left. Sorry, I had to count on my fingers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, four episodes left. We'll see. I mean, obviously, we'll see where it takes us. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe by the end, we'll get Boba Fett and he'll have that blue. Uh, elephant stuffed animal thing playing piano at his uh palace i just the trailer even i think back to the trailer of what this show set up (laughs) and you saw the stormtrooper helmets on the pikes and uh it was very it was a very menacing trailer you know Mm -hmm. what i mean setting him up to be this intimidating character and i'm like nope he's he's a pretty nice guy who's probably got grandkids somewhere and he's just he's just <laughs> but it, it is what it is i just hope we see obi-wan walk through at some point that's kind of what i'm holding out for now <laughs> just like was that you obi-wan's there? dead yeah. so true true yeah. well not if you do a flashback scene well i i think that his uh fennec she is more hardcore than he is Oh, definitely. I would she like just to keep reining him in, like, or he keeps yeah. reining her in. I'm just like, yeah. no, let let her loose, let her hurt someone. Yeah. The only person who's scared of, from what I perceive as actually scared of Boba Fett, is the droid that used to work for Jabba the Hutt. That's in the <laughs> house. Like, he's the only one that resembles anything. He's just like, well, I don't want to insult you. I don't want to do you. And he's nothing but nice to the droid. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was one more thing I do want to say. When that Wookiee bit the Gamorrean guard, and he's like, "Take him up to my sensory deprivation tank." I don't even know if that's what it is, but that's what I'm calling it. Yeah, he's like, "Take him back up, take him up there, hook him up to that." It's like, just shoot him, be done with him. He failed. <laughs> no, like he's creating this family and this unit, and it's just like, okay, I get it, but you're not what you thought you were. What it's fine, it's whatever. I'm down for the mist, but but you did that in the Mandalorian already. We already did that. Yeah. Traversing the galaxy, getting a ragtag group of people together. Like we've already seen this, and I personally think the Mandalorian did some of these elements better. Yeah. Than this, or at least comparable, you know, equally. I don't know. I'm interested to see where it's going to go. Do you think at any point they come across like Star Lord? <laughs> do you, that would be do you, crazy think about it guardians of the galaxy far far away <laughs> it's all disney so yeah who knows but no i'm having fun i'm excited to do it again next week yeah is that it that's all i got so all right guys uh, uh with this dropping today you can go Obviously, this is on YouTube. You can go find this in audio form anywhere that you can uh, listen to podcasts. If you're already listening to our other podcast, our most recent episode where we review uh, Mark Wahlberg's Joe Bell just dropped today as well. Um, Please go check all of this out. Just go listen to the audio version of this, even if you are watching this currently on YouTube, everything. Uh, Where can they find us? Uh, Go to Apple podcasts google podcasts spotify and anywhere you listen to podcasts uh check us out on instagram twitter and facebook um yeah leave us reviews let us know what you think Uh, we'd love to hear from you for sure for sure thanks guys bye